Welcome to Lights On Podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you're feeling generous, please rate us five star and share us with others. I'm your host, Mitra Manesh. I'm the founder of InnerMap, a new mindful storytelling and coaching app. I teach at UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center, and for the past 35 years, I've been coaching my brilliant clients on four continents to live, love, and lead more mindfully, peacefully, and joyfully at home and at work. You can find out more about my work by visiting mitramanesh.com. But right now, I'm grateful for your presence and your mindful journey. You know how I mentioned that InnerMap is a mindful storytelling and coaching app? It really means that I teach and coach different aspects of mindful living through short stories, the ancient stories or personal stories or professional stories that I have witnessed or I have lived or I have heard. So something amazing happened that recently we started inviting our users to send us their mindful stories in their own words and in their own voices. It has been magical because we're receiving amazing stories from around the globe. And today, I decided to share one of them with you and see if I can help us unfold the essence of this story. So this episode is called Fear, and the story is by Jen, who is originally from Venezuela and is now living alone in Argentina. Let's listen together. I am Jen, and I live in Argentina, but I was born in Venezuela. This is a story about the beginning of my journey to understand and accept my emotions. I left my country in January of 2019, like any other Venezuelan, looking for a better or just normal life. My last few years in Venezuela really had a big impact on me emotionally, and I reached a point where I could feel so sad and hopeless sometimes that I didn't want to feel anything at all. And the idea of being alone with my thoughts, sometimes in the dark, with no electricity or phone that were available, scared me. It was a combination of fears and feelings that led me to a very weird mental place. And I started to be afraid of my overwhelming thoughts and emotions, afraid of feeling trapped with them. When my boyfriend and I started to settle down in our new place, he got a job offer in another country. And I wasn't able to join him. That's another long story. I was seriously happy at first, but after a while, I started to get scared again. I wasn't even worried about the long-distance relationship situation or the thought of being by myself in this new country. I've always felt that alone and lonely are two very different things that are independent from each other. What scared me was the idea of having only the company of any of the emotions this new change would bring to my life because I didn't want to get into the same mental place I was back home. One of those many sad nights after my boyfriend had left, I wanted to understand my feelings instead of shutting them down like I usually do. For some reason, I decided to try drawing them. I started to draw the small studio apartment I live in, the short hallway to the door, the kitchen, the dining table, my bed, and it all slowly took shape. The sadness in my drawing looked like a big black lion in the middle of the room. Clearly, the reason why I was so scared of my sadness is because I saw it in my mind like this big thing living with me, taking up all the space, something I couldn't control. 
I could imagine the lion in the kitchen on the table being the reason why I couldn't eat or focus on work some days, or sometimes lying on my bed not letting me sleep. I kept asking myself, how can I make it go away? What if it stays here forever? A few days later, I noticed that the more I imagined this lion living with me, the more familiar and less scary he became. Maybe the fact that I was finally looking at it instead of hiding from it allowed me to notice things about it that I didn't know before. At one point, I started to think about this imaginary lion like I would think about my dogs back home, like this fluffy friend that only wants some attention in the belly rope. After a while, that big black lion wasn't a lion anymore. It was now a little black cat that I could easily pick up and carry somewhere else if he was getting in my way. What I learned here was that if I reject him whenever he visits me, the lion becomes heavy and overwhelming. But if I accept him and stop trying to ignore him, he stays like a little black cat that I can easily imagine sleeping on my lap or pushing things off the table until he gets the amount of attention that he likes. Thank you for listening to my short story about sadness and imaginary cats. I hope it can inspire someone out there to get familiar with their fears and feelings and ask themselves if the big lion in the room isn't just a little cat that keeps trying to be noticed. So in this story, Jen beautifully accesses her inner wisdom by changing the way she interacts with her fearful thoughts and emotions. The best part is that Jen's thoughts and emotions that she's scared of and sees as a lion, scary lion, do not go away, but she changes that relationship with them. So I know it's very hard for us as human beings to accept that the best way to work with our scary, sad, challenging thoughts and emotions is to accept them, let them in, and see them as part of us as opposed to shut them down and try to get rid of them. But that is the case. As uh, Rumi says, that there are many, many different guests that arrive at our door. Some are invited and pleasant, and some are uninvited and unpleasant. But all of them bear a gift for us. So I suppose the so-called bad news is that challenging thoughts and emotions are going to always be there. The degree of them and the nature of them may be different, but they're all always going to be there. In fact, they're there for a reason. They're there to inform us, to perhaps alarm us, and or to awaken us. But the good news is that we do not have to suffer through them. In fact, we can actually go and find ways, and there are many ways, to grow through them. And as you can see in this story, Jen artistically changes the image of her challenging thoughts and emotions from a scary lion to a little nice cute cat. Huge difference. Now she's in charge. She can put the cat away from her bed if she wants to go to sleep. She can ask the cat to leave the dining area if she wants to eat. She can just guide the cat to leave her desk if she wants to work. So you think it's too simple? Well, conscious living is simple. Not always easy, but simple. So 
here, the only thing that changes is who is in charge of who. Is she the one in charge of her thoughts and emotions? Or are they taking over her and leading her and telling her how she needs to feel? It is all in our hands. And it's important for us to see this. We decided this is hard and that is bad. We decided this is sad and that is glad. So it is all up to us. It is all about us. And here's the best part. It is all for us. So the coach in me is really invited to break down this short story and deep story into steps so we can actually learn from it and take it to our own lives. The way I see Jen's journey from feeling scared to feeling empowered is that the first step she takes is her acceptance. She accepts that her fearful thoughts and emotions appear from time to time and she cannot get rid of them. And hence, she stops wanting them to go away because in that wanting, in that battle of wanting things to go away, we're actually getting involved with them more. We're actually spending a lot of energy on them and hence providing energy to them. The second step, what happens is she understands this is these are all moments of mindfulness that she's experiencing. She realizes that if she removes the drama and the power that she has given these thoughts and emotions, they can just turn to something that she can work with. So she goes, symbolically speaking and imaginatively speaking, she goes from a lion to a cat. The third step is the interesting part of realization that arrives. And I'm not sure if Jen sees it that way, but the way I look at it is that Jen knows she has a say in how she feels, not because the challenging thoughts and emotions are gone, but because she has changed her relationship with them. It is all in her hand. And now what she can do is this empowering experience can be copied and pasted in other parts of her life. All we need is a point of reference. We need to either hear about it, see it, imagine it or experience it. And they're all related. And now she has a real experience. Now she settles down when these emotions come, whereas before used to really frighten her. So simple yet profound story shows the amazing power of inner work that we can all do. But I thank Jen for sharing her story with us. And by the way, if this story inspired you to tell us your own short mindful story, please go to innermap.me forward slash your stories to find out how you can become an inner map storyteller as well. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.